It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today, the concept of this episode is something that I've thought about a lot, and I think I brought it up in the last episode or two episodes ago on like a little side quest tangent. I was like, <laughs> we can make a full episode on this. The things that you actually want aren't an option for you. When you really, truly want something, it isn't an option. And you change around your lifestyle and your focus and where you're putting your energy just naturally because you truly want to because what you want isn't an option anymore so i want to flesh out that entire concept and start with kind of the reverse of it is when you don't have something you want it's it can feel really frustrating and like empty almost and you almost want to force yourself into wanting something or you spend energy trying to find what you want or like your purpose in that moment or whatever it is so often I find that when we don't have something filling our lives or something isn't like an obvious this is what I do this is what I'm doing this is my goal this is my purpose that we immediately want to like search and find it and it feels super awkward and frustrating and uncomfortable when we don't have something filling that space when there isn't something to want but it's also frustrating in that moment because when you do try and fill that space and do try and like put things into this open spot of like, this is what I want, this is my goal, this is what I'm going for. When it doesn't stick, it doesn't stick. And it becomes an option. You've subconsciously decided that like, this isn't sticking, this isn't working, this isn't what I want. So it's not required. If you say I'm gonna set an alarm, you set an alarm, you like don't get up, you snooze it. Or if you do something, you're like, oh, I can do that tomorrow, I can do that tomorrow, I can do that tomorrow. Or when you do do it, it's super awkward and super uncomfortable. I feel like that happens a lot, especially in this space. Self-help, self-development, wellness, a lot of the times it's capitalizing on like the lack of having a purpose or goal. And that kind of feeds into the frustration or need to have something. I think when Catherine first shared this concept of me saying the things you want aren't an option, I was kind of confused because I was like, are you saying that nobody can actually have the things that they want? Like they aren't actually an option for your life. But now that we've had the conversation about it and she's been talking about it more and more, I understand what she means by the things that you really want in your life. Like those things that are gonna become your driving forces, your passions in life, they're not an option in your mind. They almost become necessities. They become what you build your life around or they become things that you see as this is going to happen. This is the end, like this is the path that I'm moving forward. It's not just an option of like, I could do this, I could do that. So when saying the things you want aren't an option, it's not in the sense that they're not an option for you, you can't have them, but it's that it's not an option not to have them when something is like what you truly want in your core. Once you do want something, it no longer becomes an option, it becomes a necessity. I like how you phrase that. And that's kind of the whole premise of this. And some similar concepts that as I was 
thinking through this came up and kind of aligned and may make it easier to think through are I feel like the mantras or words of affirmation or phrases like I only want what wants me or what's for me won't pass me what's mine will find me I can't mess up what's mine those are all reinforcing that like it almost makes sense it's almost easy it's simple it just becomes what you do so much so that it's not an option it just is who you are what you do when you really want something it will fall into that place naturally without forcing it without yeah. putting extra effort behind it and it just becomes what you do who you are your interests naturally and it no longer is an option or you know a potential or something that you know might you might do it you might not there's not much stake in the game when you truly want something it just happens yeah i think that those those mantras and those concepts of like what is for me will find me i don't want what doesn't want me and just the idea of truly trusting the universe and trusting the path that you're on it can give you a really nice sense of security that what is meant for you is inevitable it's going to happen. It can help you to get rid of that scary feeling of, I don't know where I'm going. Am I gonna make the wrong choices? Am I gonna like go on the wrong path? Because there are so many, so many choices that we have in life and there are so many different, like minute little directions that we can take in life by all of these different choices. It can become overwhelming sometimes when you think of, all of the different directions your life could take or if this one little choice is going to change the whole trajectory of my life but when you really find that trust that like no matter what happens what is for me is inevitably going to find me it's such a great mindset to have because it gives you that sense of security and it gives you that sense of like i can mess up i can reroute myself i can take different directions but i trust that the things that i really want out of life like they're not an option they're either going to find me or I'm going to find a way to find them, but it's inevitably going to happen. Yeah, I think we don't find what we want as much as it finds us. Of course, you can put intention into things. You can try out different interests and hobbies and lifestyles and routines and kind of see what sticks. But the things that stick are just going to stick because they're meant for you. You know, you could try something and you could maybe be interested in it and like the idea of it, but in practice it doesn't really work for you, like dressing a certain way, a certain style. You could see it online or like on Pinterest and be like, I really like this, I admire this, I want to be this, but then you could try it out and be like, I really don't feel comfortable in this, like this doesn't really align with me. Or you keep kind of reverting back to a different sense of style right. that seems yeah. like it finds you and feels more comfortable. Or you're going to adapt that style into something a little bit more you. That's the style like finding you. That's the what you actually want finding you and becoming really obvious mm -hmm. and becoming the not an option. Yeah. It just is what it is. Because sometimes you also see something like that, like that example we were just saying, maybe you see that style and you really admire it, but then in practice it just doesn't feel like it aligns with you. On the other hand, Sometimes you see something, you learn something, you experience something for the first time and it feels like everything is clicking and it's almost like an oh my god, what have I been missing my whole life to not have this? Like sometimes and that's like a, such a cool feeling in life when it feels like oh my god, I'm discovering this sense of self or passion or learning that I have not known before or maybe have not aligned has not been aligned with myself before that suddenly feels like the only path forward mm -hmm. and then that becomes the inevitable this is what I have to explore right now right and it's not it's almost not like a conscious 
thing and that's what I think is huge it's not a conscious thing that you do it's not something that you're even super aware of as it's happening it's like all of a sudden one day you look up and you're like oh I'm in this new phase of life I have this completely new like way of being and it just is mm -hmm. and I put my focus on this now rather than like what I was before maybe that served you or maybe it didn't but then when these things that are like actually meant for you and of course they can change and adapt with whatever phase of life you're in but when the things that are meant for you are with you and find you and you're putting effort into them i think it's exponential and all of a sudden it just like clicks and everything aligns and it that just like is who you are in that sense and i think i was breaking this down into like phases of life people interests i think are three kind of huge and easy ones to understand and the phase of life is kind of at the peak of your like all these interests are aligning everything is just happening you're living it you almost that's the thing where you almost look back and you're like oh wow i've completely changed and this is awesome like my life is is completely different my interests are different the people i'm around are maybe a little different the things i do my routines like how the way i feel in this phase of life is different and it makes sense and it works and i like that it's here and with all that, all the little micro things that feed into phases of life and how you live, those are things that are not an option because you want to do them and you will rearrange your schedule and day and put the kind of lower priority things behind. With people, I think this is really interesting. And this kind of came to be because we were making plans with one of our really good friends, but we're like not, we're not like everyday core friend group friends. It's kind of like, oh, well, when we're in the same like, like we'll be home for the summer and like be in the same spot and i think we've seen each other like four or five times this summer and it's always great and we want to hang out with each other and we do value friendships we also have very different lifestyles and like external friendships so when we're making plans it's like oh i can do thursday of this week oh i can't how about like tuesday of the next week and now you're planning for like six weeks out making plans but with other friends that are more embedded in your lifestyle and more of the like core group it's like oh what are you doing tonight like we're doing we'll do this night it could be a last minute thing and you're down to mm -hmm. down to maybe be like oh i'll move my workout to the morning or i'll move this to tomorrow and we'll do this night or it's like or you nice. just have standing things that are like built in with each other yeah like maybe you work it's just together, it's way more natural do right it's way more natural so with with that, this, I think these two plans were like happening in the same day. We we're trying to make plans with like one of our friends that ended up being like, oh, six weeks out, our schedule's aligned. But then with other plans, it's like, oh, tonight we can have dinner. And that happens for so many reasons. Not to say that like you value different friendships way more or like you don't value the friendship that you're scheduling six weeks out. It's just a different friendship is not as like obvious, it's not as embedded. So you're gonna make hanging out with the other one like not really as much of an option and maybe it is like 9 30 p.m and you're like oh do you want to like go do this right now and you're so down for it whereas with the other one it wouldn't be like that because it requires different different it requires a bit more of like a structure and, and, and like intention and yeah. intention of what this is yeah but i think it's really interesting with people because those people can change throughout different phrases of life when we're at school in boston a certain group of friends like those would be the people that are not an option to go hang out that we would be like oh sure we'll do this like do you want to do this like oh i haven't i've only seen you guys like twice this week that yeah. that feels weird oh, like let's drive to home depot who wants to come get some wood with oh us. my god no that, yeah one <laughs> of our friends i did that once i was like the guy group of our like friend group they're like oh it was a rainy ass day like no one was really in boston I was around i was like not i was i think i was mid-working and they were like oh we're going to home depot do you want to come and i was like 
I'm like mid working, mid editing right now. Of course I want to go to Home Depot, like pick me up. And I literally went to Home Depot pouring rain, it was heinous, but I like ended up having fun. And then I went home and finished my recording. Whereas if someone else, not that someone else would say like, let's go to Home Depot as like the hangout, but, but if, if someone, someone else said, are you free right now, you wouldn't, me, I wouldn't be free, right? Yeah. Um, which I just think is really interesting and not to like both of those things are totally valid and that's how That's normal to live your life that way and that you should be living your life that way because Like giving priority and like intentional time to the friends that you only see like once every few weeks is important I think that that those should require a huge like we're getting lunch right now Not a we're doing this. Do you want to come on this activity? Those are uh, different. That's a different um topic but I do think it's interesting how like those are the friends when I'm in Boston and in like that phase of life that I don't treat as like as much of an option or like free-flowing whereas when I'm home that complete that friend group set like completely switches so the core people in your life and the main people in your life are gonna change and they're gonna be obvious and new people will come in through phases of life that are not an option for you that you'll move around your schedule and make sure that you see now and see a lot and make the focus of your like social life not to say that the other people aren't important and valid but i just think it's interesting this whole concept of like you naturally and automatically make the things that are important to you the focus and not an option mm -hmm. you will make space and time for the things that you actually want in your life yeah i think it's clear that whether it's people or whether it's things if something gives you that feeling of this isn't an option this is a necessity or this is easier to fit in or this is what i'm working my life around it's not something that's altering my life to try to put it in this is what i want to focus my life in this time around that's a clear sign to you that this is something that I'm either meant to be doing or that really feels right. I think that is like what I take from that whole conversation about friends and people when you're saying that sometimes some people feel like not necessarily a force, but it has to be a bit more planned. You want to like try to fit them in versus there are other people in your lives that like just naturally embed in your life. They're gonna be the people that you see every day that you're gonna catch up with for mm -hmm. just 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be a big organized thing that you're gonna, you know, invite each other last minute just because you want to do something and you're feeling that in the moment. The difference between those things, not that one is right or wrong, just shows you that, just shows you super clearly like where your life direction is wanting to take you and what is truly aligned with you. And so I think that that people example is like, probably a good example that we can all see in our lives, but I definitely feel it a lot when it comes to interests, whether it's what you're doing for work, whether it's a hobby, or whether it's like a certain type of health or fitness or wellness or something that you're feeling really drawn to in a moment, because I think that those are the things that I feel like I know we talk about it sometimes sometimes when I find something and I really click with it I almost have like a one-track mind towards it I can like my brain likes to get attached to something and get a little bit obsessive with it but I think for me that's how I experience this concept of like once I find something that works for me that in my mind really aligns like it's not an option I have to go full speed ahead 
and move with it that shows me that when i have those feelings i trust that that is the right direction because when something feels like it's not an option and it's just a necessity i have to believe that that's something finding me in that moment for a reason and that it's going to teach me something or grow me in some way or be something that you know is going to be a constant for the rest of my life do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Yeah, I think like gym, any self-care or like personal hobbies or seeing people or work interest in that sense are huge for this concept because you're gonna, say you go to the gym. We use the gym as an example a lot. One, because it's important in our lives and two, because it's a really tangible and easy to conceptualize answer with all of this um because it is kind of like a personal thing as well as something that takes up physical space and energy but with the gym if you are if that's something that you really want to do you're gonna make space for it you're gonna see oh i have two hours in the morning or i can make this after work i'm gonna this is when i'm gonna go to the gym i think when you look at a lot of people's career trajectories as well there are so many cases where it almost feels like somebody's fallen into something or 
they've had a major swap even if it's just somebody like I have so many friends who have changed their major in school because they've experienced something that just all of a sudden is like oh my god this aligns with me this is what I want to be doing and then that's just not an option anymore it's what they want to do until they make that change to do that I see so many people who down the road in their career make a huge change where it feels like an opportunity just falls in their lap and totally changes the trajectory of their career and their lives and I can't think that that's a coincidence I think a lot of opportunities or chances come at us all the time but when one feels like it really clicked those are the ones that we take and those are the ones that don't feel like an option because a lot of the time if you're making that change if you're changing your major in school like that's not an easy decision to make because you're also giving up a lot of the things that you've worked for not necessarily like you're giving up the things that you've learned but you're probably gonna have to take a few extra classes it might be more expensive because you might have to tack on another semester or two like it's not an easy decision but once you feel that and you feel that click it's not really an option it's what you have to do it's what you're gonna do and the same thing for any sort of career opportunity or even a hobby that comes down the line like We've all experienced so many different things and been exposed to so many different things, but it's that every once in a while thing that just really clicks and has that extra glimmer of like, this feels right and this is what has to happen. Mm -hmm. That's how you know when something feels like it's not an option that that's the path to take. And so I think that's why so many people, it seems like, have made these total 180s or like something has changed overnight and really it isn't that way because it could have happened any day and they could have had so many other chances to go in different directions but this is the one that felt like it wasn't an option and that change had to be made and that direction had to be taken so a couple of our friends come to mind with the major example mm -hmm. one of our friends was on track for like she's pre-med neuroscience like dead set going to be a neurosurgeon and one of our other friends was in for nursing, going to school for nursing. And one of, so the nursing friend worked as a nurse's assistant or whatever the title is, I have no idea, don't quote me on that, but worked in a hospital for about six months in her nursing school career. And she was like, I don't like this. Like, I truly don't like this. And then she switched to something business and medical, like still in the medical field because she knew she was interested in that, but she didn't like the hands-on, like being in the hospital. And she switched. Our other friend who was neurosurgery, we've talked about this for the past like few months with her, of she was st she's studying for the MCAT, she's gonna take the MCAT. She's like, I really don't wanna do this. Like, I know I don't wanna do this. And she was almost like forcing herself to continue to love it mm -hmm. and continue to be interested in it. And it be took so much extra effort to get her involved and interested in something that used to be like her, yeah. her sole passion. And we have had so many conversations going back and forth, like the whole group weighing in on whether what she should do, what she shouldn't do. And also, how do you know? Yeah. And that was a huge thing is like, how do I know like if this is the right choice, if it isn't? But it had gotten to the point where in both of these cases that they were forcing themselves to stay in what they had been working towards rather than what they were being drawn towards. And it was exhausting and like frustrating and super uncomfortable to stay in that place when the obvious and easy and natural answer was to like move into this next thing and I think that's what I mean when I say it's not an option because at that point it was not an option to change their majors and go a different direction like that's what they were really 
called for. Yes, like they could they could battle. Of course it, out it, was, a of course it was a legitimate choice, but option. mentally it no longer felt like an option. Right. It felt like mentally it was it was the one and only yeah. thing. So when we say the things you want aren't an option, obviously you always have the right to choose one thing or another, to choose to live your life in a certain way to whatever extent you have the freedom to do so. Like there are choices within everything. In a case where there is something that you truly want that is going to be the number one that's going to be the only option in your mind and the other ones you could force yourself to be interested in them but you're truly not going to be interested in them and you're going to know right away that whether it's subconscious or intentional like you're going to know that that is what you want and that's what under all the like physical options that is the only one for you yeah i think I've had so many examples of this in my life because I think it's something that I feel so strongly like when I know that something is what I want and when I feel that something is where I should be moving towards like I get that one track mind there. One kind of tangible example that comes to mind though is when I was looking into internships for this last spring semester because that is like a typical at our school it's really built into every couple semesters take a break from school and do an internship so we have this whole database of you know different companies that try to connect with our school to get people and there was one that I knew that I wanted and it almost seemed like the only option I got an offer from another place that I interviewed for before I had even interviewed I think for this one that I wanted and I turned down that offer because I in my mind, there was only one track and there was only one path mm -hmm. that I wanted. And I also got turned down from other places or didn't get the call back after the interview from a couple other places. And I was like, honestly, I'm not even discouraged by that because that's not where I was going anyways. I was going to this one. And I ended up getting it and have like having a great experience. But from the first second, like when I set my mind and when I felt like more aligned with that opportunity than anything else because I just saw it as something that would be really good for like my growth and development. I just saw it as a space that I wanted to be in. There was almost no other option and so all of the other kind of action that was going on the sides of other things I was interviewing for, that almost felt like fluff but there was kind of, there was the one thing that I knew I was really moving towards and that can happen in life a lot where maybe you aren't there yet, maybe you don't have the thing yet but the path that you're going, you trust that that's where you're going and that feels inevitable to you and so everything else around you, like it can have its benefits but it feels a little bit more like fluff in your life sometimes, mm -hmm. like it feels a bit more like this is practice, this doesn't hold as much weight, but sometimes for whatever reason there are some things that you feel hold so much more weight in your mind and in your life than other things do, even if on paper they're the same. And that's how you know that that is what you are mm -hmm. going towards and how that one is not the option for you because somehow like in your mind, in your heart, it holds so much weight than, so much more weight than anything else. Right, when you actually want something, there truly is nothing that's gonna stop you from getting it. Mm. It's not an option, it's what you have to do, it's a necessity at that point when you truly want something. And on the flip side, when you want to want something, but you don't actually want it, you just are tricking yourself or kind of forcing yourself into wanting it, it's gonna be really, really hard to get it because you're gonna put up these roadblocks or you're gonna push things to the side or make it just, a, just an option mm. for yourself that you're never gonna get it because you don't actually want it. But if there are things that you truly want and truly make sense for you, there's nothing that's going to stop you 
from getting it. You will rearrange your schedule. You will rearrange your intentions. You'll put energy into it. Take energy out of something else that maybe isn't serving you as much. And you will get it without even thinking. Mm -hmm. You're going to shift your priorities and intentions because that's truly what you want. And that's what we mean when we say the things you want are not an option for you. Mm -hmm. They're a necessity. You know how sometimes whether it's like maybe you're taking a class or you have some sort of task with work or something and it feels like so much of a force to do and then another time you may be putting work towards something else and you just spend hours on it without even thinking or all of a sudden you're up all night working on it just because you want to that is always such a stark difference for me of like when I have a passion and drive towards something and I'm being pulled towards something the work doesn't feel like work because it's like I need to get there. Like it's not an option. I want to do that. It's just and like what that is just what I'm doing to get there. And it's almost exciting to be doing that versus something that feels a bit more bland. That same amount of work can feel like 10 times slower and longer and like not exciting at all. So that's another, I guess, telltale sign for me is I either have work that I have to do and it feels like I have to do it or I will create work for myself surrounding something because I'm trying to drive something forward because I feel that passion towards it. So the main takeaways from this episode are to trust yourself and trust that you are going to get what you want when you really want it and that it just is what we do. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have to force yourself to make something a priority if you actually want it to be a priority. It's just going to happen. You're just going to get it that's how you're gonna go about your life. On the flip side, if you're finding yourself forcing something in your life, then maybe it's not for you, and maybe it doesn't need to be the number one. I've done that so many times. I always say, like, my nighttime routine. I can't have a 10-step nighttime routine. Every time I think I need to, like, reinvent my life, I'm like, I need to add 16 steps and, like, do yoga, and then, like, gouache on my face, and, like, do this, and, like, set on my clothes for the next day, and do, like, 17,000 steps and I can't even do it for one night because I truly it's such a force mm -hmm. Whereas some people eat that up and that's so for them and that's amazing for me It's not so when I do that and I'm forcing myself to do so and then it doesn't get done Then I feel like oh my god, like I can't do this Like I'm so this was such a like waste of energy like how why can't I get myself to this like it's my fault It's my problem. It's not it's just not for you. Mm -hmm. And that isn't to say that things are always just absolutely going to happen and it doesn't take any effort for you. And it doesn't no. take any effort from you. But it's that if you are always doing your best with what's in front of you, if you're always trusting the vision, and I think most importantly, if you're always trusting your gut instinct of what am I being drawn to and what feels like I have to force it more, then you're always going to be putting that hard work and that effort into the right path that's going to inevitably bring you to those things that are meant for you. So I absolutely believe that if you keep showing up and listening to yourself and listening to your life and doing your best every step of the way, then what's for you absolutely will find you, even if it means making mistakes, making different choices along the way, taking different paths to get there. The things that you truly want and are made for in life, they're not an option for you. They're going to happen one way or another, and that's an exciting thing to believe because you know that no matter what, you're on this journey to get exactly what you want, to get exactly what you want and exactly what you're meant to have. 
thank you guys so much for listening i hope that this either inspired you to continue going for what you want or made you realize that you might need to change directions or adapt something a little bit i liked how we used the example of style and like yeah fashion i feel like we should start working that into a lot because i love that and i'm not like the biggest fashion person but i do like to dress well and feel put together yeah. and and it's another yeah. thing that makes you feel like confident and like yourself for sure. or super out of place yeah. depending on what you're wearing. Absolutely. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, we appreciate you hanging out with us. And we also have a new mini-series. But until we talk to you guys next week, you can hang out with us on Instagram, TikTok, wherever you want to find us. Everything will be linked below. But it's at Catherine Kaneen, at Caroline Kaneen, and at Girls with Goals Pod. Everywhere you can follow for more like day in the life and more just like fun content See what we're up to and talk with us over there We always love hearing from you guys and being connected with you outside of just this show. So thank you again We will see you next Monday. Bye, Bye.